Alrighty guys, what's up? Welcome to Blue Collar Shock. I am Nathan. And, and I'm Fabian. And today we're joined by a very special guest, my good buddy Chris. Say hi. Hola. And we're just a bunch of gun nuts, so we're going to have some two-way topics to talk about today. But before we get into that, we got to get into the spirit of the week. I got this TX Blended Whiskey from... Yeah, TX Blended Whiskey. You want to read the label for us, Fabian? Sure. Yes. Sure. You do so well at that. Let's see. Oh, good lord! It's all like in cursive. <laughs> just, Probably should have warned you about that. Yeah, let's just public schools. <laughs> yeah, damn, damn public school. Let's see. At F and R. Yeah, oh, I okay. guess it's the abbreviation. Oh, okay. At F and R, we value two things: the cr- true craftsmanship and excellent whiskey. That's why we blended. That's why we blend and bottle Texas by hand to bring out its sweet aroma. Holy fucking cursive. <laughs> <laughs> Robust flavor and smooth finish. Nobody writes in this anymore. The result <laughs> is bold like Tex- like the Texas you know and distinctly satisfying. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Please come see us. Where? What? What? Oh. Oh, they listed their address down here in Fourth Worth. All right, cool. So we're going to come and see them. Fuck yeah. And they do come with these um, proud partner of the Boots Campaign Lace Up America. I'm guessing that's like a, like a veteran support group type thing. Perhaps. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is definitely... Uh, yeah, I came with these dog ties. It was just pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, that yeah. You can tell that's definitely... Uh, but, you know, but, you know, it's, you know what's fucking crazy hmm. is that I think I think it's something like 70 to 80% of the military that's all across all branches of the military service. That's Air Force. That's uh, yeah. Air Force. That's Navy, Army, and Marines. Uh, shit, I think even probably Coast Guard also. Um, across all the branches of service, it's like 70 to 80% of the service is... People from Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, like that. A good, yeah, know. a good majority. So, like, if Texas was to ever secede, I'd imagine out of that seventy cent, we'd probably see like a eighty percent, you know, amount Strong. of people come back. Yeah, come back yeah. to Texas, support the motherland. Damn, that's crazy. I did not know that. I yeah, figured, I figured it would be definitely the South, but not Texas. Tex- no, Texas makes up a majority of the military. Oh, or a good, shit. a good amount of the military. You know. Well, you learn something new every day, right? Well, shit, man, we're pro Second Amendment. Oh, we're, fuck you yes. know, proudest motherfuckers in the state. Yeah, damn right, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, reason. like I said, man, Texas is the best country in all the states. Yep. Mm-hmm. And shit, we rank if we're we ever did succeed, we'd rank eleventh in the world. Yeah. In terms of like economics, uh, money, yeah. uh, military power, and everything. Yeah, we got our yeah but the thing is, but that's that's as long as this state stays. Yeah, right. as it None is. None doesn't yeah. go blue because if it does, then. Well, you might as well just clip off our nuts now and just, you know, call it what it Speaking is. Speaking of that, I want to kind of lead to something real quick. Did y'all hear that AOC was in San Antonio? Yeah, I, I heard about it. I saw Ben Shapiro was going to talk about it, but um, I, I I haven't had a chance to really keep up yeah, with all I, that. I saw a little clip of it, dude. She went on this tirade about turning Texas blue. We're going to unionize the state. We're going to turn over all this and all this. And I'm like... Bitch, don't you like represent like New York or something? Yeah. Like you're in the wrong time zone. You're in the wrong area of the country. 
Represent your area. I don't see Ted Cruz going up there and trying to turn the trying to turn the well. That that would never happen. Yeah. yeah that I would. mean, at this point, <laughs> at this point, with the way that blue states are run, shit, they might as well be Nazi Germany, man. Shit, the way that everyone's it. trying to turn this country, it's it's almost it's like they're trying to you know basically cover their uh, you know whole thing with democracy. They're trying to basically make this into a social like a socialistic country. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, but mm-hmm. well, that's a topic for another day. Yeah, another day, another time, another day. <laughs> All right, let's try this whiskey. All right. It's a little more harsh than I was expecting. Actually, pretty smooth. Really? I'm used to wild turkey. <laughs> yeah. You didn't wow. compare to wild turkey. Yeah, <laughs> true, bro. Yeah, I was at the bar at uh, their Pizza Hut in Amarillo's got a bar, and I I went in there was watching the game. I didn't know that they closed at ten. Chick calls last call at like 9.20. What? I was like, hey, well, before we do that, I was like, let me get a shot of wild turkey. And she's like, do you want something to chase it down with? No, I'm fine. She goes, you're brave. Man. <laughs> <laughs> polish off that bottle, lady. Give it here. Wild, wild, wild turkey is, is, is something else. That is yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's that, man. Me and my brother can polish off a bottle of that, and then we're up in the morning ready to go to work. <laughs> Give Fabian over your flashbacks. Yeah. Thank you. Fuck that. <laughs> that. That is a question I've ever asked. When you were ever, like, in the service, what was, like, usually, like, the go-to my go-to was Jack Daniels. Really? I still drink it. I'll, I'll still drink Jack, but I don't drink it as much. Yeah, you're not like, eh, let me see. Right, it's not my... Now, my, my first go-to isn't isn't that. Um, honestly, some, some gym. Jim. Jim. Jim is... Yeah, I've found a lot of Marines do drink a lot of Jim Bean. Yeah, Jim. Jameson is good. Yeah. Jameson, too, yeah. yeah. I, man, I, man, I got fucked up with uh, my buddy who was in the Marine Corps, Chris Poole. Yeah. And then my buddy, uh, Hawk, he was in the Air Force... Man, that dude, that boy from the Marine Corps could drink. And then he's up at like 7 in the morning ready to go. I'm like, ah, ah, what yeah. the hell? It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's an indoctrination, man. It's, it's, uh... It was like, you, are you human? Like, how are you, how are you functioning? Like, shit, man. Fine, perfectly fine. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's years and years of practice of that. You know, you go out, <laughs> you, you're going out with the fellas, you're fucking drinking. You're oh, yeah. out till fucking 3 in the morning. You go back to your barracks, you fucking crash out, you have PT at like 5.30. Mm-hmm. So you crash out for, you know, an hour and a half, you drink pounds of fucking water, you know, take a quick shit, smoke a cigarette, and then you're out fucking out there fucking. Then you're out there getting smoked by whoever the fuck is wanting to smoke. You're doing a fucking six, six, seven mile fucking run. Yeah. You're done by like seven, seven, ten. Then it's like, hey, be back at the shop at fucking seven forty-five. So you got like thirty-five minutes to fucking shit, shower, shave, eat, and be back at the shop. <laughs> so you know, it, it it's just something gets just nonstop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And depending on the unit, depending on whether or not you're in the infantry, whether you're you know whether you're fucking you know. Um, Motor pool. Dude, it, well, it's not even that necessarily. It's. It's, it's whether you're division or, you know, ESB or fucking, um, you know, part of a support, uh, like in the air wing and shit like that. It, every unit's going to be run differently. Mm-hmm. It all depends on who the fuck is in charge, whether or not they love or hate cardio. Whether, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There, there, there are certain people, you know, who run PT, you know, and they're like, hey, yeah, uh, PT, fucking meet at the gym at six. We're all just going to lift. But then you get that sergeant that's like, oh, hey, yeah, motherfuckers, I hate y'all. And guess what? I love cardio, so we're going to go run 10 miles at fucking 4.30 in the morning. It's like, fuck. Man. <laughs> five miles five miles through, then you go pick up a big-ass rock, and then you're doing an Indian run. So 
If you don't know what that is, you pick up a big-ass rock. The person in the front has the rock. They pass the rock back as you're running. Yeah. The person in the back has to run to the front and sets the pace, but you have to do it with that big-ass rock. Oh, god damn. And, uh, yeah, trying to be trying to be my height, my height with no <laughs> leg reach whatsoever, trying to scurry <laughs> my ass to the front so that way I can man. fucking breathe. God almighty. So it's tough, man. I mean, there's there's all kinds of shit, but yeah, no, that's that's why that's why, you know, it's it's just a kind of a regular yeah, fucking thing. I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, that dude can treat, man. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, I I used to. Not anymore, man. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I used to just be a classic alcoholic. Now I'm just a once a week alcoholic whenever I drink with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I got my partying days done out done yeah, early, man. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Like, so so what do I think of the whiskey though? That was good, man. Was um, good. I think it's good. It has uh in my opinion it has a kind of a kind of a, a little bit of a sweet taste. It's it a little it's a sweet sweet the, taste. the the tail end of it has a little bit of a bitter bite. But yeah. When you're in and you're actually drinking it when you kind of sit there. Either. Yeah, it's not suffocating yeah. you, but it's it's at that tail end you get that little mm-hmm. bitter bite. So, um, all in all, it's a pretty good whiskey. I yeah. think it's, it smells great. Yeah, it does. You can yeah, smell yeah. it. You can smell, uh, I want to say like it has like vanilla in it. It smells really good. It might have a van- vanilla because that's what I kind of smell too. Like... Yeah, it smells like a, gen- you can smell a gentle hint of <laughs> vanilla. I like how we talked about like you drink like way fuck more, but me and Chris are already done with ours. And you're just swirling yours. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy it, man. You forget. I have to, I have to, I'm going to like... Over the next, you know, however long, because you forget, I'm, I rode a bike here. True, true that. And I don't know if you've ever ridden a motorcycle drunk. I have, and it's scary when it's scary when you think about it after the fact. When you're riding the bike, you're just like, ah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I, I can, yeah, no, I'm good. I'll make it home. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? But then when you get home, you're like, how the fuck did I get home? You look outside your bike's there. You're like. Oh shit! I wrote home. So, in other words, kids, don't drink and drive. Don't dr- no. Yeah, I mean, don't drink and drive. Yeah, no, but definitely don't fucking drink and ride. That's well, you weird. only have two wheels and you don't have anything surrounding your ass. That's that's, that's a whole new ballpark. Yeah, that's a whole different fucking ball game, especially with the drivers here. You know, it's uh, fuck that, dude. Oh my god. You get flipped off by an old lady last week. I was like. What the hell, man? Like, she hung, gave her a little crooked, little wrinkled finger like that. I was like, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> are you okay? Are you, like, are you wilting? <laughs> I was like, yeah, leave it, yeah. Did she just hold up a prune at me? What the fuck? <laughs> all right, so let's get into the topics for the day, guys. Um, I'm sure all three of us being gun nuts, we get asked a lot. I know I get asked a lot about different gun topics, about... What should I get? You know, where do I go to buy a gun? Do I need a license? And I figured we'd just go ahead and dive right into that today. All right. Okay. So, yeah. But so, what, what, so, so the question I typically get asked the most is, um, like, where where do I go shoot? Like, if I if I want to get a gun, like a lot of people are thinking about getting a gun, where can I go practice? I'm like, what? Well, gun range? Being a smartass. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I had a fucking gun range. Don't <laughs> don't pop off shots in your backyard, yeah. We live in Texas. You can literally find a gun range within you know a rock's throw away. Yeah, and I'll recommend a couple places here in town and some outside of town. And I always come up to the topic. I'm like, well, what gun are you gonna get? You know, the, oh, I don't know. I'm thinking about getting Glocks, and I know you two carry Glocks. Yes. But I, 
I get annoyed whenever they go first to Glock. I'm like, because you, Glock, you, because it, Glock is reliability, sir. And it's a staple in every and just about every movie or TV show that they're is. holding a gun. It's probably a it's Glock. It's probably a Glock, yeah, right? And, I mean, the market has opened up, and like you do see more people carrying like SIGs and other stuff. But for the majority, you're gonna see a Glock, and that's what people are conditioned to seeing now. And they're like, ooh. Glock, that's a go-to gun. Yeah. You know I mean, and then like, like you were saying, uh, the range thing, um, I'll give people recommendations, but I always steer them away from the indoor ranges, mainly yeah. because the concussive blast is going to be amplified so much more, even with your hearing protection on, mm-hmm. it's still, you feel it in your chest. Yeah. It doesn't and, matter yeah. if somebody's... And, and, and to bounce off of that, for a first-time shooter and somebody who's getting into guns, it's more likely to scare them away. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a, because, it's a dramatic experience. Yeah, right? their, their first thought is, well, I shoot, I go bang, it makes loud noise, which, I mean... In a way, it's good to condition somebody mm-hmm. if you're going to be – if you're thinking about defending yourself inside of your home, especially if you're you know, going down a long hallway, a hallway that is you know, enclosed, yeah. you know, you're going to get a lot of concussive blasts. And obviously, if someone's breaking into your fucking house, you're not going to – your first your first thought process isn't to grab ear pro and yeah. then go fucking <laughs> – then go neutralize the yeah. threat. No, it's I need to grab the gun and I need to go neutralize the fucking threat. Mm-hmm. So – on one on on one hand, for a first time shooter or someone who's thinking about it, no, go to an outdoor range. But if you want to kind of help get yourself used to that concussive mm-hmm. blast, you know, go 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 inside. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you can't avoid it with you know weather and stuff like that. So yeah. obviously, sometimes mm-hmm. if indoors all you got, then. And Lone Star is a good spot because uh, uh, Lone Star Shooting Sports has it where you can turn off your lights inside the bay, or you can activate one light, or you can activate the red and blue cherries. So it's actually pretty different. You know, you get different reactions. You can test your light and you can see mm-hmm. what your responses are. And it's a good thing, yeah, for advanced shooters. It's just something I wouldn't recommend for the first time shooter. Like, hey, go to an outdoor range. You get, and it, it's a confidence builder too because there they can shoot steel targets. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not going to be so discerning. And like they shoot paper and they're like, fuck, I'm way to the left or I'm yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And like, like, because I was like, I was like especially with these people who come up with me and ask me for gun recommendations. I'm like, hey, if you if you want to go shoot some guns, I'll take you. You know, we can yeah. go. No, I always recommend, hey, I'll, I'll take you. We can go shoot. And I always try to take them somewhere where they can shoot steel. Right. Yeah. Because it, you're not worried too much about accuracy. All you just want to do is just hit the damn thing. Right. It's, it's that audible hearing, yeah. hearing of that, the plinking. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that fucking ting when it goes off and you hit that son of a bitch. I've seen so many people, when they hit it that first time, they're like their whole yeah, they're, they're, lights yeah, up. Yeah, it lights yeah, up man, like yeah. a kid at Christmas. Yeah. You know, they're like, that. oh my God, I hit it. And I'm like, hell yeah, you did it. Great. I'm so happy Good job, you. buddy. Here's another mag. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> And that's yeah. a that's a big confidence booster. And yeah, somebody that like that, it it helps them. They're like, okay, I want to do this again. Yeah, yeah. I want to buy my own gun. I want to I want to start getting into it more. And it develops people a lot faster hitting steel. And then yeah, and you see people who shoot paper. And I've I've helped people shoot over the years, like with the militias and stuff. And then you see people how like they're down when they're shooting to the right or they can't get it zeroed or whatever the mm-hmm. the situation may be. And you get them on steel and they're just like. Their attitude changes. Yeah. Like, dude, I hit that. I hit that. Okay, where am I hitting? And then they're like, okay. And it's more easier for them to adjust because they're seeing in real time where their rounds are hitting. So yeah. Right. It's it's more of a reassurance thing for them. And I, I think I think to go off of that, um, 
Because really, the steal, that's about quick target acquisition. If you can hit the steal target, then you're quick target acquisition on a target in general. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you're needing to come up real quick, shoot it. Okay, well, I know that I if it's a quick, if I need quick target acquisition, that I can hit the target. Mm-hmm. The, the paper is more so like, hey, you know, you need to do a slow fire, you mm-hmm. know. Fundamentals. You know, fundamentals, you, you, you want to shoot, mm-hmm. put the gun down, pick it up, shoot. Put the gun down so that way they get into that that process of how to hold the gun after one shot after that reset, yeah. and and that, that more or less the paper is there to, to help them at that be I guess after you've you know boosted their confidence from shooting still then you want to take them to paper and then help mm-hmm. them at that point build on the fundamentals so that way they can get those tighter groupings yeah you know yeah. but like I, I've had many people be like. I've taken like family members of mine, like cousins and stuff, and some of them being female, some of them being male, just being intimidated by the gun. Oh yeah. With without even being loaded or nothing. Like yeah. I have the slide open, nothing in the round, nothing in the mag. I'm like no. right. It's just the, 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 the cold like, steel sitting there. Yeah, they're just like they look at it they're like okay, and I like they don't know what to do. I'm yeah. like it's it's okay. It's but gonna do you know, be fine. But, but do you yeah. know why? Because it's hard. because it's no because it's media it's the media betrayal yeah, you know betray. yeah, media oh too. you know oh well this gun this 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 is a this is a gun and that that kills people and you know I actually I, uh, it's partially we, true for C yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, someone here carries a C <laughs> <laughs> but you know the the whole thing is like you know I went shooting with my buddy mm-hmm. uh, actually the one I was helping him pick up that super today and took me to go get my bike. Um, I took him shooting. Uh, you know, he never he never shot the AR or anything like that, and he he had a blast with it. Yeah. But his wife was with him, and she was intimidated by it. She yeah. was just like, she saw she saw us shooting him, and just even in even at an outdoor range with us being outdoors, she was still like, it's too loud, and she was afraid it was gonna kick too much. I'm like, no, this this AR-15, like it, it, there's yeah. no recoil yeah. to this yeah. thing. Yeah. Like I understand like you're a little person, but like. It's still gonna be okay for yeah, you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's not a bad. I'm not handing you a fucking 12 gauge with uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, double odd buck. That's yeah. not. You're, you'll be okay. My yeah. sister gave her a 12 gauge with a one ounce lead slug in there for her first time. Oh, yes. oh god! <laughs> <laughs> she got that one out of the way. She's like. Wait a minute, why were all the shells y'all were shooting were a lot quieter and softer and I shoot this one and it hurts all over? <laughs> well, see, it's like when I took Bree to shoot the shotgun for the first time, I should have gave her I should have gave her bird shot, but I gave her four shot and the four <laughs> shot she's like, Oh no, no, no. I'm no. like, Well, you need to get used to shooting this because if someone breaks into the house, this is the load is, that we yeah. are using for the house. Yeah. 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 Once my sister shot it, she was like Okay, give me another one. So we gave her the other one. She was like, "Oh, I can shoot this." She's like, "I don't want to shoot that ever again." <laughs> ever again. Yeah. But yeah, I, that was just like me being little brother, mean little brother to big sister, and it's like here. <laughs> okay, so 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 here's another thing I, I get asked a lot is, uh, I, I want to get a gun, but I don't want to spend too much money. What gun would you recommend for a concealed carry, everyday carry kind of thing? That one, it's that's that's it's a tough one. I when people say that, I generally steer them towards Ruger, because you can get great concealed carry guns. Now they're not all great. I wouldn't go with the LCP models, but yeah, when you get like in the EC9 models, like the the it's like an everyday carry nine model. And it was like an eight round, nine round gun. It was great. It was fine. It was mm-hmm. perfect for concealed carry. I mean, wasn't overly expensive. I think the gun is maybe like under three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and it's it's a great little concealed carry package. Smaller, slimmer than a twenty six. Oh nice. But when they don't want to spend too much money, I generally steer them to Ruger's 
semi-auto pistols because their concealed carry line is a lot cheaper than what you would get with Glock or like a Performance Center uh, Smith & Wesson or even a SIG. And it's it's been uh, helpful for a lot of people. My brother-in-law's first concealed carry pistol was actually a Ruger EC9, the one I had. And he enjoyed it. He, it fit him well. And then he ended up moving on to another full-size Ruger. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But, um, yeah, I mean, they don't want to spend too much money. That's generally where I keep them. I try to stay away from Taurus or definitely away from High Point. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, some people, they just they, they get certain guns. And that's not saying all of the High Points are trash. Majority I've had or dealt with like 99%. Yeah, yeah, that's being nice. Yeah, I'm being, and I got a buddy that I actually ran into today. He actually carries a high point 40 for everyday carry. Yeah, yeah, and it's and to be honest, man, I've seen that thing outperform some of the other guns. Really, I and I'm not lying, it it outperformed my Beretta because my Beretta had a jam that day. As a storm had a jam that day, I was like, "Mother of God!" And the high point kept shooting. I'm like, "Get off the line." <laughs> okay, but, so Fabian, what 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 would you steer people to? Um, to be honest with you, when it comes to cheap, I recommend I, I recommend that people don't buy cheap. Uh, I believe in quality, and mm-hmm. I understand that some people don't have the money to go spend like you know twelve hundred dollars on a fucking Zev, mm-hmm. you know, custom Glock. So for my for my recommendation for like concealed carry, um, especially if it's somebody who's a first time shooter, um, typically I will <clears throat> I don't recommend anything that's that's above a nine. So nine three eighty that's what I recommend. Yeah, very yeah, least. very. Good. I don't want to give somebody who I don't want to give somebody you know some twenty one year old girl who is afraid you know of an ex-boyfriend who might hurt her am i gonna give her a fucking 45 which is the lord's round or (laughs) a 40 you know because for i'd rather the girl have a 45 than a 40 because 40 is very snappy for Mm -hmm. 40 for a round is is very snappy for a girl who has a very small wrist it's gonna be snappy as shit Mm -hmm. more so than 45 so that's why i recommend nine over 380 or nine nine or 380 but if i'm gonna be honest i would tell you to get a nine over a 380 because it's damn near the same round but the nine is gonna pack more punch especially if you're doing like plus p plus rounds you're running yeah. hot rounds especially towards uh windows if you gotta oh yeah you have to shoot if you gotta window. shoot through the windows yeah. like it it's it's gonna it's gonna perform but you know when i when i recommend it uh the glock 42 glock 43 if you need to go a little bit cheaper uh smith and wesson the smith and wesson mmp shield yeah that is a salt like it, i'm not a big fan of smith and wesson but if you're gonna do a Smith and Wesson, I would recommend the MP Shield. It's it's and I really I ran into that a lot at the range when I was working at the Lubbock Shooting Complex as a range safety officer. Part of my range safety officer duties was to handle rentals, mm-hmm. and more often than not, I was working the pistol side of the range more so than the rifle range. I mean, it was kind of split. Yeah. It's half and half. I'd work one part the other one part during the day, and then the other part during the next during the rest of the day. But uh, you would have a lot of women who would come in and say, "Hey, you know." Um, I want to, I want to get a concealed carry, but I don't know what kind of gun to get. So we would bring them out all these guns and see what they felt comfortable mm-hmm. holding, and then I would take them out there, be like, hey, you know, shoot with it, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, I think the Smith and Wesson Shield, honestly, like for a first time shooter, that's probably the best platform for the amount of money that you're spending. Mm-hmm. It's very concealable. It 
it overall it's it's fairly light and even in nine it's not gonna have that much of a snap and see like my okay i gotta backtrack a little bit because people that have listened to this and i work with kind of got on my ass about this what i'm not married so it's not my wife it's my fiance i don't know why this detail mattered to them i'm sure they're gonna listen (laughs) i mean i'm sure they're gonna listen to this okay (laughs) no hold on hold on let me ask you something how long have you guys been together? Shit, three years? Three years, okay. Have you or her ever declared that you were married to each other in a front of party than more than two people who can acknowledge it? Yeah. So then, by Texas law, you were common law married. Yeah, yeah you're common law married. You guys have, and you guys have lived together, you guys have lived together for how long? Almost the whole time. Yeah. Okay, almost the whole time, and you've never had a break. So at so you've lived consecutively with each other for at least thirty days. Oh, oh yeah. More than okay. Than days. So then, by Texas law, you are technically common law married. Okay, so so, so, he, so he is technically correct in calling her. So so those of you who want to nitpick, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the funny part is, Chris here is actually my wife's best friend for yeah. years and years and years. Yep. And. Oh, okay, I want to do a little side story. Okay. Yeah. I want to say me and Chris probably fell in love the day we first met. It was actually <laughs> me and my wife's first, like, date because he came back and was like, yeah, man, I got back from the range. And my all I saw was hearts in my eyes. Like, <laughs> Where were you shooting? Yeah, it's like, like I got a backpack scorpion Evo. I was like, oh, my God, talk to me more, please. <laughs> I was like pushing my ex out of the way. You're drunk. Move. <laughs> I was like in her car driving around shooting my guns. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, so all right, so, so back to the topic. So she carries the um, the Smith & Wesson Shield. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, it's the easy version of it. And, dude, that thing... For me, no, I don't like it. And I, I, I don't like well, it. Be, I don't like it because of capacity. And your big-ass hands. Yeah, I'm it's, I'm six one. So. You're literally grabbing like this much of the gun, and and the rest of your fingers are like this. <laughs> and and yeah. so you guys are having a visual. I'm on on my Glock forty five. I put my thumb and my index finger around the firearm. The three fingers that follow are off the firearm because that's about how much of Nathan's hands are not going to be <laughs> on the fucking firearm. Yep. So, so, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so I had the shield. It was one of my first concealed carry guns for the longest time. I did end up selling it, and now that I think about it, all my guns now are full size. Yes, because you have <laughs> big ass hands. <laughs> look at those. Look at those man mitts. I don't. I don't feel like. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, we're gonna get off topic. We're gonna get off topic. We're gonna talk about my hands and shit. We're gonna be comparing my socks and shit next. <laughs> So okay, so she carries the, the 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 shield easy, right? Right. And I I like the gun. I like the way it functions. I like the way it works and everything. It's just okay, again for me, it's too small. Right. But she loved it because the magazine has a like a I guess a loading assist because you can pull down the spring and load the uh, round. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so like a like on a tw- like the twenty twos, yeah, yeah, like the twenty twos. She yeah. loves that because like every time we'd ever go shooting, and she had other guns beforehand. It always tore up her thumb, and she would always complain, Oh, I can't yeah. load it, I can't yeah. load it, I can't yeah. load it. Breathes the same way. So, that's the, the, the rite of passage yeah. going through gun ownership. Yeah, exactly. No shit. So, so, so <laughs> the shield easy has that that, that ability and, to and that's that And that's for a 9? Yeah. Holy shit. Easy, they, they originally only had a 380. 
They originally only had the 380. So you're telling me, so on this, on this magazine, mm-hmm. there's that 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 little fucking piece. Yeah. You can, and the dude, really? not even just on one side, on both sides. So oh, you can so it's good. So table, it's an ambidextrous. So you can pull it down and then wow. move it around. But holy shit! Uh, see where that worries me is where it's open. You're open yeah. to catching debris, dirt. Oh yeah, because your magazine wall yep. is going to have to be a little bit wider for a specific shape size. So yeah. they have to make the entire magazine well wider. So you have a good portion here and a good portion on this side, mm-hmm. on each side. So, 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 so four so, different sides. Where so for people to know, magazine well is where the magazine goes into. So yeah, and it goes on both sides, and she loves it, but it's a single stack. Oh, so okay. Just, I'm over here thinking double stack. Yeah, I'm like, how the it, fuck it, it, does that work? Yeah, that's a just, lot of the real estate. <laughs> that's just yeah, open. That's a lot of real estate. That's what I was yeah. thinking too. Now, yeah, like, it, it, it's, it's a single stack. They had a 380 for a while. Mm-hmm. She she did carry another uh, Smith and Wesson gun. I can't remember the exact model of it, but she didn't like it. It was a much bigger gun. It was a double stack. Uh, the uh, 9C, I think. Yeah, the 9C like compact. Yeah, she didn't like it. She did. She liked the way it felt in the hand, but didn't like. You know, just the thickness of it, I guess yeah. you could say. And um, when Smith & Wesson came out with the 9mm version of the Easy, she was all over it. She wanted it so bad. So we so we, <laughs> so we, we ended up, she ended up uh, trading in her 9C for the Easy. Yeah. And she's been rocking it for ever since it came out, basically. Really? About maybe two years. Uh, she does want to get another gun that's roughly the same size, but double stack. But for now, she honestly still loves that gun. It shoots great. I we've never had issues. We ran. She could get the. We ran steel casings through it. We ran aluminum casing through it. The brass casing through it. And you've seen my ammo cans of all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, it's a great gun. I, I like it, but it's not for me because me being a man and being the size that I am, I need full size. I need grip. Right, right. And that's that's where, you know, it, it when it comes to recommendations, it also depends on the person. Yeah, yeah. their size know, and their hands. Yeah. Yeah. What, what I recommend for a, you know, 30-year-old grown-ass man is going to be different than what I'm recommending for your 70-year-old grandmother or a 21-year-old female or a you know 21-year-old male exactly. it's all yeah. it's going to it's going to differ and depend on the shooter and, and see like and, and then I agree with that too and that, that's what drives me nuts is whenever like people ask for recommendations I'm like there's no one particular gun for everybody right yeah. I'm like when you want to go to the gun store let me know right. text me send me a message whatever I will go with you because I've noticed every time I've gone with new gun owners they get nervous about asking, hey, can I see that gun? Right. And I'm like, dude, dude just ask them. Like, it, right, hey. because they've never been there before. Exactly. They're not they're not they're not well versed like us. We're usually like, mm-hmm. hey man, that gun looks cool. Let me hold that shit right now. Put yeah. put that in my hand. Yeah. Right. Their their you assumption is it. right, their assumption is, oh, it's in a glass case, I can't touch it, and if I touch it, it'll be a bad thing or whatever, you know, or yeah. maybe people are paranoid. Yeah, what if yeah. that gun's committed with a crime and, and my fingerprints are on the gun? No, I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? There, there's multiple reasons, but... Yeah. And see, like, when I go that, and then I'll notice that, too. They're yeah. like, oh, that gun looks nice. 
and I'll ask them, do you want to see it, bro? Right. Or do you want to see it? And they'll be like, uh, um, mm. <laughs> when they start doing that, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll notice the attendant. I'm like, hey, bro, can I see that gun real quick? Like, I'm going to look at it. Yeah, and then and you I, hand them the gun. Then I hand them here. the gun. I'm like, here you go, I'll buddy. Touch it. It's good. It's fine. But you make a good point because I've always also, I've, I've also done that. I do generally use, like, the Smith & Wesson MMP shield as a baseline, but mm-hmm. I've always told people this. It's just like – guns are just like a car. You don't know what you're getting until you get there and fucking test drive it. Exactly. So exactly. it's like if you go you go to the fucking Nissan store, right, and you're like, hey, I want to buy the Nissan 400, but it's in a manual. And you're like, oh, well, it's a 400, and my friend recommended it. I'll take it. But guess what? You don't know how to drive a fucking exactly. manual. It's the same thing with people. You know, mm-hmm. your hands and the way that you hold things are going to be different. So – it, I've always told people, go to the store, get in there, and hold the fucking gun. Exactly. Maybe maybe you will like holding a Springfield XDM. Maybe you will like holding a Glock 19. Maybe you'll mm-hmm. like a pig, uh, a SIG uh, P320. Maybe you'll like, uh, you know, I don't know, a Kimber 1911. It's different for different people. And, yeah, and, and, exactly. Different strokes, different folks. Yeah, there you go. Different yeah. strokes, different folks. And, like, I... I that's why I always try to encourage people, hey, it's going to be okay. It's not the end of the world to go to the gun store. It's not the end of the world to go test out some yeah, guns. Yeah, they, they, more or less, they have to make a decision right then and there. No, dude. And, like, a lot of people will see the price tag of, like, a gun they like. Yes. They're like, oh, man, it's $600. I'm like, bro, some gun stores do layaway. PlayStation 4. Yeah. So, some, right. How much did you spend on that PlayStation 5 that's in your house? $600? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? The thing it's, is... What is your okay? Is your life worth is your life worth less than that six hundred dollars? And see, see, that's the point I made to one of my friends. I said I would rather spend six hundred dollars on a gun that could potentially save my life versus my family spending thousands of dollars to put me in the ground. Right. Exactly. I was like, I'd rather spend that on fucking money. Right. And and again, you know, it's it's one of those things where if you're not, if you don't feel that your life is in an immediate threat. Then take the time to save the money. It's not something you have to necessarily buy right then and there. If it's something you're still thinking about, then while you're thinking about it, set aside the money. And if you decide after, let's say, you saving for three months, decide that, well, you know, I really don't need a gun, then guess what? You've saved that money, and that's a positive. Mm-hmm. But if you decide you want to get that firearm, but get guess what? That's a positive as well because now you now have the money to purchase that firearm. Exactly. And, dude, like and I always tell everybody – Layaway is not a shame thing. Like no, no, all, all, hell my, guns, no, all my guns I have are from layaway. I've layawayed everything. Here's the thing that pe- people also don't understand. Guess what? Their layaway was the fucking trend in the '90s, man. Yeah, it's gone away now. You know, people. Oh, you're you're too poor to afford your gun. You gotta <laughs> put it on layaway. You fucking club. <laughs> I'm like, I still paid for it. Right, I still paid for it, and I paid for it over time. Yeah, and even with layaway, that still gives you time. Hey, I can make a payment. Or okay, now this week I can go buy a holster. Okay, now next week you can go buy magazines or ammo. Right. And by the time you get your gun out, you have your magazines, your holster, your mag carriers ready to go. Yeah. And I just sitting there like, oh, I got the gun right off the bat. Wait a minute, I don't have enough for ammo. I don't have enough for magazines or a holster. Right. It gives yeah. you the opportunity to to prep for the firearm that you're yeah. bringing home so that way you have everything that you need and you can effectively use it because if you buy a gun like say okay well i can impulse buy this firearm for six hundred dollars but i can't afford the ammo well okay so then you just bought a car without gas yeah you know no batteries right you know what i'm saying so yeah. you're missing a key component and you can't utilize it take me you know if 
layaway is an option at the place that you're looking at, utilize the option. Yeah, exactly. And like a lot of places, like especially like a uh, gun store here in town, their layaway option. I've heard them tell me that guy put a layaway. Their 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 policy in quotes is 90 day layaway. Yeah, most most, most places are. Dude, they've told me they've had guys put up guns on layaway and have slowly paid it off within a year or yeah. two. Because they, oh, I can't afford that much this week, bro. I'm gonna put 20 bucks down, or I can only put 20 bucks every week. Yeah. For like a 600 dollar gun, it's gonna take some time to pay that gun off. Yeah. But they will work with you. A lot of the, all the gun stores that I've ever seen, they will work with you. They're like, yeah, you want this gun? We want to sell you this gun. If you want it on layaway, we have layaway program. We'll put it on layaway, and as long as you're making payments, we'll keep it for you. And yeah. sometimes you got to be a man and just uh, eat ramen noodles and wipe with napkins <laughs> from Whataburger. <laughs> Not even with napkins from Whataburger. You're going to go buy some fucking cheap, you know, uh, the, the fucking paper that you use in school. Crumple it up, oh, uh, yeah. crumple it up, <laughs> undo it, crumple it up yeah. until it's nice and soft, and you gotta, Bro, you gotta I, wipe with, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> textbook hey, hey, paper. When you get that desperate, you cut up those holy socks you got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You loop your hose in through the window, and bam, you got yeah. the day. <laughs> All right, so 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 we talked about guns. I want to branch off to holsters now. I have been asked, hey, I want to consult carry, but I don't know where to get a holster from. Right. So, what yeah. what as are particular companies that I would recommend, or you say, oh, go to the store, go to Academy, and just oh, find something. Man, I mean, yeah, you can do that, but it also comes on the decision of the gun that you're buying. Yeah. Because I mean, yes, there's a lot of holster companies out there. Yes, they make a ton of holsters, but if you choose something like a Taurus, fucking G2C. And you're gonna be hard pressed to find a holster for it. You know what I mean? Right. To find you buy a Glock 26, there's gonna be about five different companies who make mm-hmm. holsters, whether they're IWB or. And and I have something to actually go off on that because when I first bought this Glock 45, mm-hmm. I couldn't find anybody who made. This was when it was brand yeah. new, the Gen 5 Glock yeah. 45. I looked fucking everywhere. I scoured the internet yeah. to try to find a fucking mm. to try to find a holster, and I couldn't fucking find one. So the only thing that I could find that that people on forums recommended that would work was the Omniport. Mm-hmm. So but, you know, it's like he's saying, it depends on the firearm. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you buy a Desert Eagle and you're like, I want a fucking holster for this Desert Eagle, it's like, well, um, I don't, I don't think people are. You know, putting those in holsters. There's actually one company that's doing it. Oh now. shit! Chris would know. Chris would know. What are they? They're Slovenians, man. From uh, well, uh, leave it to the Slovenians. They're yeah. like, oh, we need to carry. They're from that company. <laughs> that company, Polonier, Polonier Tactical. They're from. They're on YouTube, man. Yeah. Well, uh, they they did it as a joke to make an IWB holster for the Desert Eagle. Oh jeez. And people demanded them make the holster. So now they're making the holster for IWB and OWB. Okay, where and there is demand, of, there will be supply. And it's running off of like Safari Land QRLS like attachments and thigh wow. rigs. And I was like, Good so, Lord. So, so since they jumped right <laughs> up the Desert Eagles, I'm sure y'all have seen the videos of people. I don't know how the fuck this happens, but full auto Desert Eagles. Have y'all seen those videos? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I just seen that recently. That's fucking crazy to me. You only got eight rounds on that thing, but full auto Desert Eagle. God. Yeah, that's uh, that's much. That, that's early arthritis. Yeah. Dude, shit, that's man. snapped wrist. You know, 
I, I wouldn't surprise if I end up with arthritis because I've had too many. <laughs> okay, while while I was working in as, as an RSO, there was you always get those fucking people that are out there like, dude, you guys got a Desert Eagle? Oh yeah. And I'm like, ah, you're really gonna spend this money because I don't, I don't, I don't want to shoot yeah. the rest. I don't want to shoot the rest of your rounds. But that's normally what it comes down to. You get really? these college kids who come out and they're like, yeah, bro, we're going to shoot a Desert Eagle today. We're out live on the Instagram. And they will shoot two or three rounds each. There will be two, two or three people. And then I'm left with a box of ten. And they're like, hey, man, you, you, you should finish the rest. We're not going to shoot it. I'm like, <sighs> fuck. The only person who would ever be disappointed about shooting a Desert Eagle. No, it, when you're fucking doing that, like, Dude. twice a month, it's not fun. <laughs> you know what's less fun than that? When the people want to come out and shoot the Smith & Wesson 500. That's even Ooh. less fun. Dude, I've actually wanted to buy one of those. No. Just no. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you, you really fucking don't. I'm telling you, you do not. I had a lady, I had this dude, big, big guy. He was like, yeah, I got a Smith & Wesson 500. I, I, I bought, he bought like two boxes of ammo for it. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool. So he goes out there. He goes through a full cylinder. He sets it down. He's like, I, I refuse to shoot the rest. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? He bought that ammo. He's like, well, I'm not going to do anything with it. Yeah, but they, they don't do uh, returns on ammo, huh? No. There's no such thing. Ammunition, firearms, yeah. you cannot return. Yeah, yeah, If you have any fire any, any issues with the firearm, you have to go through the manufacturer yeah, for your warranty. Yeah. And ammunition, I'll, I've never had any, like, so bad of an issue where I'm like, I need to contact the manufacturer and be like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Never had that issue, but I'm certain it's the same process, but I imagine they're just going to be like, okay, we'll send you your box. Leave us alone. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that, that Smith & Wesson 500, that was bad. Jeez. That was really bad. Like, I shot, like, dude, I'm talking like this. Literally just like that. And I was like, <laughs> I don't I don't like this gun. He's like calling the other guy. Hey, man, it's your turn. <laughs> I, 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 need to, I need an assist. I'm tagging you in. Let's go. We'll, we'll, we'll take turns. Throw <laughs> the bag of ice on your wrist. God damn it. It's like icing your hands. You just, go, just get skim on those arm slings. Like, all right, hey, boss, I got to go. I got to go home. I thought chueco. Okay. Yeah, holster companies, man. If I could recommend one, it'd have to be two because, I mean... Safari Land covers a wide base, but for what I've been carrying, uh, Bravo Concealment, I've been carrying them four years now, and they're about the comfort, most comfortable holster I've had. I've had leather ones, but I've had OWB and other IWB holsters from cheap, no-brand companies, and honestly, these ones, they'll take care of you, customer service. They're, they're You can actually link them together and make uh, a sidecar holster. Huh, if nice. you wanted to, yeah, that's what's the cool thing about Bravo Concealment Ore. You can just wear it independently, and it's got retention. You can tighten your retention on there, loosen it up however you want it, and they're not overly heavy either. They're just they're they're lightweight, pretty much lightweight. And then Safari Land, I mean, they cover a wide base revolvers, which Bravo Concealment doesn't do, even though they're Texas based. They don't cover no revolvers at all, but. Safari Land, I mean, you got outside, inside the waistband, ankle carry, shoulder holsters. I mean, they got everything. So, huh. honestly, Safari Land is like the one I would mainly recommend because you can find a wide variety of different guns there. It's not limiting you to just either Glocks, certain 1911s, and uh, certain SIGs or Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Okay. And what about you, Fabian? What would you recommend? 
Uh, I'm with him on needing to recommend too. So mm. if you're in the market for a little bit more of a, like a cheaper in the waistband holster, we the people, uh, yeah. they're an online type of thing. I actually, we the people is actually who I went with prior to the second person, I'm gonna, the second company I'm going to recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually, they like straight up Glock 45, any kind of design, the designs mm-hmm. on the, I mean, it doesn't really matter to in the waistband, but you know, if that matters to you, we the people have a, they, they have a hell of a, catalog as far as what they can do with the holster mm-hmm. but they do cover a wide variety again mm-hmm. like that is one of the only companies that i could find that would make one for my for my yeah. glock 45 now the other company i'm going to recommend would be blackhawk yeah. um i right now for my glock 45 i use the omnivore the non-light bearing one because i'm cheap ass um but no the the blackhawk i i I like the quality Mm -hmm. i like it for outside the waistband which is i think oh that's all they make but um i like the overall functionality of the Mm -hmm. actual holster and just the look the look the functionality and just how durable this is because i mean you know, it's it's just it's a solid, yeah, solid yeah. thing. And I, mean, I agree. I, I I would back that very much. Both of them actually. Yeah. My first main concealed carry holster was be the people yeah. for my yeah. shield. And dude, that thing was super comfortable. You never noticed I had it on. I never noticed I fucking had it on. By the end of the day, I'm taking shit out of my pockets. I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot I have a gun on me. Right. Yeah. You know, because it was just that comfortable. Um, I do have the light bearing black cock uh, omnivore, and I love that thing. Yeah, outside the waistband, especially. That yeah. One, that one I can attest to because I've been using that mm-hmm. one since uh, 2017 when it first came out. Yeah, yeah, you were the one who recommended it to me. And uh, man, I've run it in all kinds of environments at the range where it's real dirty, and uh, we had this little private range in Seagraves. Uh, um, and it was a little ditch. It was like a little pit, and we could get in there and shoot, do all kinds of stuff. And it's got dirt all in it, mud, rainwater, and it kept functioning. Yeah. It locked into place on the light like it was supposed to. So I can stand by it. I've been I've been trying to justify a reason to get another holster, but I mean, one holster that fits 150 different guns, as long as it's got the light attached, is kind of hard to beat. Yeah, or the uh, rail attachment, like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, for the non-light bearing, it's yeah. just where the light would go. You put a rail attachment, mm-hmm. and it, it hooks into place, and it, it stays. And yeah. see now, like, okay, so I don't really recommend this one. This is just a personal experience for me. Uh, Chris, you did recommend this one to me because I was carrying a five-inch M&P Smith & Wesson with a light on it, and I could not find a holster that would accommodate the light other than the Omnivore, and I wanted something inside the waistband that I can conceal carry a little bit better. Right. Yeah, five-inch gun with light, you know, you want to conceal carry that. Yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I did get uncomfortable. It hurts I, a little bit. It, it, it got uncomfortable sometimes, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm a man. I can take it. I don't give a shit. Anyway... Uh, Chris did recommend Neptune Concealment. They're actually, you order them through Amazon. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're customizable to just about any gun and light configuration ever. Yeah. What I loved about it, though, is whenever I switched to the Smith & Wesson 10mm, it fits the same fucking thing. Like, it really? fits the same thing. As long as it's carrying the same light, it will fit the same holster. Yeah. It will fit the same gun. I like the two different guns, and I mostly carry the 10 mil now, and it's even more comfortable because it's not as fucking bulky as the 10 inch, the yeah. five inch barrel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So, okay, so we talked about recommended guns. We talked about recommended holsters. Is there anything y'all get asked on a frequent basis? For, like, new-time gun owners where, like, somebody's like, I want... I never bought a gun before, but I want to get into firearms or, you know, I want something like a concealed carry or, like, anything like that. Okay, so you're asking overall general questions that new gun owners have? Yeah, or, like, anybody who will come up to you and be like, hey, uh, I inherited this gun or just anything in general that you, that sticks out to y'all about anybody who asks you anything about guns. Generally, new gun owners are like, hey... Dude, I gotta carry extendo mags all the time. I'm like, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I, I always want to carry like a 30 round. Like oh, nowadays, like you get these younger gun owners and oh, lot, and these are cousins. Some of them are cousins, so I can make fun of them. But uh, they they are like, hey, I want an extendo with a beam. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you do not need to carry around 30 rounds. Now I do carry around a 30 round in my car, but that's not on my person generally. That's an oh shit mag. Like yeah. it's it had to have gone completely wrong <laughs> for me to reach for that. And yeah, I'm like, no, you don't have to carry extended mags. And I was like, now some people they're not comfortable with certain guns and they're like, okay, I want to upgrade the magazines. It's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But generally, these newer people always want to carry a 30 round extended mag. And, right. You're not talking like, like a, a general small yeah, extension, they, like, like you know, 20, G, yeah, yeah, yeah like go from 17, 17 to 20. Yeah. They, right. No, they're trying to carry like 30 round extended. Right. A big ass guys, stick. Yeah. They want to carry a stick <laughs> like they see in the music videos. And I'm like, good Lord, no, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Draws too much attention. And I was like, you don't need that. Um, Another thing is they're like, well, what do you carry? Like, do you carry a full med kit? Like, they'll start naming off shit. I'm like, in my pack, yes. But for your general purpose person, I mean, a tourniquet, yeah. small med kit, yeah. nothing too crazy, a knife and a light. You know what I mean? Some people, they do an EDC dump, and they got two flashlights, three knives, four <laughs> magazines. <laughs> Freaking pocket, po- pocket the, AK, yeah. a pocket barrel, you know, pocket oh, fucking barrel, fifty cal. Uh, honestly, for EDC, keep, the thing I remember is kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Light knife, spare mag, tourniquet, and your gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your phone, yes, of course, you're gonna have your phone all the time. We're all glued to our phones and stuff. But people generally think when you're everyday carrying, you need to carry a bunch of shit. And I, I'm guilty of that too because. At one point, I was carrying a full fucking med kit behind my back, and it was like when you realize that less is more, and you can, if you know what you got and you know what to do, you don't have to carry so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can right. get shit done with a tourniquet, pocket knife, and a light. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, yes, if people are in mass casualty or shooter situation, you're gonna want to grab a bigger kit. Yeah. But for EDC carry, I mean, hell, tourniquet, knife, light, your gun, and spare mag. And every now and then I'll carry two extra mags, but everybody's just like, do I need to carry a 30? Do I need to carry a full med bag? I'm like, good God, no. Especially if you don't know what you're doing with that. It, you, you're you more of a, you're not a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, you're not uh, being uh, an asset. You're being a more liability. liability. Yeah. yeah. And being more of a liability than NASA because you got all this gear and this shit and you don't know what the hell is going on with it. Or even if you do know, you could get panicked out. And so I, I keep it simple. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. I mean, 
Try not to, and then the weight bearing too. You don't want to be losing yeah. your fucking pants everywhere you go. Yeah. That, that, I was like, man, dude, it's like I got this 1911 with all these five extra mags. I'm like, good God. I see a tooth in there in leather, and I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of weight, big boy. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's the main question I get is like, do I need to carry all this? And I'm like, no, just keep it simple, man. Um, anybody else? Uh, yeah, bro. I think the most common question that I get from new gun owners is whether or not you need a license to own a firearm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I, you know, obviously, I think right now the majority of our listeners are here in Texas. So, you know, the law is, no, you do not need a license to own a firearm. You do need to be above a certain age limit, obviously, to own certain firearms, but you do not need a license. And that's that's something I always have to explain to people. I'm not sure where the hell they get this whole notion of you need to own a license. But <clears throat> as I've come to learn, it's different in different states. Certain states require you to, you know... Illinois. Ha- yeah, yeah. They, they require you to have, you know, background. They, dude, there's, there's even states that have you run background checks just to get a fucking box of ammo. Yeah, so damn. yeah so it, it's 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 Come tough so if you're listening to this from another state then my recommendation with that is look up your state's laws yeah um if you're here in texas just know no you do not need a license to own a firearm and mm. i think the other thing that that people ask me most commonly um it's just what I carry. For for yeah. whatever reason, they want to base whatever like, oh, well, you you know, you're the big gun guy. You know, what do you mm-hmm. carry? Yeah. And you know, I'm like, well, this is what I too. carry. But it's the thing is, I had to go through a lot of firearms to find what yeah. was comfortable for me. Exactly. And even then, it's still, it's still I'm still evolving. It, it, I'm still it, evolving it, it, as evolving. a shooter. It, it, it's yeah. never a a perfect match. Right. It's not a cookie cutter answer because. Yeah. What I carry is going to be different than what mm-hmm. your needs are. Yeah. Um, and then another thing, just to kind of bounce off of what he said, um, as far as your everyday carry, like your loadout, things that you need, it's going to be situationally dependent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you're just a standard, you know, civilian, if you're just, you know, it, it, you just you're carrying to and from work, if you're, yeah. whether, whether you're walking home, driving home, you know, like you said, keep keep it simple, stupid. But you know, if you're if you have the ability to put extra things in your vehicle do so yeah you know um it's always better to have it than yeah it's better to have it not need it than need it not have it you know because there's a company out there called uh, dark angel medical and they have solid solid shit but you know what i'm saying like you don't it's it's like he said you you know if you're just going to work to and from you don't Mm. need to carry a fucking ifac on you. yeah exactly you do not need a fucking ifac you yeah. don't need one. You know, like he said, just you know, pocket. Like if you got a spare car or a pocket, throw a tourniquet in there. If you feel yeah, if you feel that way about compression it, compression bandages. Yeah, some compression band, some mm-hmm. compression bandages. You know, throw some plastic in there. If you get a sucking chest wound, pop the plastic on. Yeah. Bandage it. You're good. You know what I'm saying? But it, it it all depends on your situation. Depends on where you're living. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel the same way too with the whole gear thing. It's uh, it's very situational dependent. If you're uh, just going back and forth to work, I keep it as light as possible because, like, for my work, I'm very physical. I'm moving around a whole lot. I want to keep it light, very minimalistic, very I don't have to fucking dig through my pocket 20 times to find one thing. Yeah. You know, I mostly keep it multi-tool, uh, usually, like, a pocket knife and then a light for the most part, other than, you know, my phone and my wallet. Right. Yeah. You know, 
other than that, that's really for the most part all I carry with me. Now, if I'm going out with the family and stuff like that, I usually throw my bag in the car, and that carries, you know, a more extensive like medical kit type yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah. Tools, kit. yeah. Just that you need. I'd say what the fuck happens. Yeah, this is my bag to go to. Well, I'd say like an essential flat out period. This is like he said, the the basics you mm-hmm. absolutely need. Doesn't matter what your situation is. Knife, flashlight, you need an extra mag. Yeah, because there's yeah. so many situations I've I've heard of where people are getting into gunfights with you know bad dudes, mm-hmm. and you have your yeah okay you have your Glock that carries 17 mags, but what happens when, or 17 rounds? What happens when you run out of 17 rounds? Yeah, exactly. You don't have the extra mag, and you're like, oh fuck, what do I do? Throw my gun at him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, shit, I guess it's time to transition to the knife. Yeah. Yeah, here, here we go, Call of Duty style. But, yeah. You know, you, you want to... the blades like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I scare him, maybe he'll run away. Yeah. Yeah, come here! <laughs> but, you know, the the whole, you know, extra mag thing, that, that is an absolute, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. not saying carry a full fucking kit. You don't need to carry yeah. 17 different mags on you. You know, carry a pocket AK again. You know, <laughs> yeah. a, 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 an ankle fucking you know 380 special. You don't you don't need to do all that. Yeah, but yeah. you know, just an extra mag, the flashlight, and you know, a knife. Those yeah. are absolutely essential. And don't cheap out on the pocket light. Dude. No, it's gonna be. I mean, Streamlight, Surefire, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the all else ones. is below. I mean, well, and the same thing. Don't cheap out for the knife because yeah. the knife is going to yes. be important. Yeah, I've, I've gone through plenty of knives, and you don't yeah, want to cheap, don't knife, wanna cheap yeah. out. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back with our next segment for this podcast, and uh, we can get into some. Uh, some, uh, what do you call it again? Uh, we're going to get into some boogaloo situations. We are talking you're a full out. Shit's gone crazy. It's hit the fan. You're looking for your mom. You're looking for your dog. You don't know where your cat is, and you're scared. What do you do? Well, you'll find out when we come back from this quick break. All righty, guys. Welcome back. We're back from our little break. Uh, we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit. We're going to jump into some... Uh, Boogaloo, shit hitting the fan type scenarios, and uh, just want to start off with asking everybody, what do y'all think is the most likely shit hitting the fan scenario to happen? All right, let's start with Chris. Um, yeah, um, more than likely, well, it's, with everything going on, it's kind of hard to pinpoint what is going to happen, but we look at what's going on, the fluctuations in the market, and the, un- the unsteadiness of everything might be an economic crash before anything else i mean threats of invasions yeah that's always there not likely but i mean martial law that'd be a hard one to accomplish countrywide nationwide that's yeah they'd be hard pressed because they're outnumbered no so oh, did you one. didn't didn't you hear Biden? They have you know fucking F-18s and nuclear weapons. Because <laughs> the American citizens stand no chance. Like, if they decided they wanted to impose yeah. their will. Yeah, like hey, good luck accomplishing that. But man, honestly, yeah, economic collapse. I mean, martial law could happen with the way the protests and stuff kick off. You know what I mean? But generally, West Texas, Texas. We haven't really seen that around here except more like Dallas and Houston and San Antonio are mainly the hubs Austin. that are seen in Austin. They're seeing yeah. that. I mean, I mean, for less, I mean, tech students are retarded. They they ended up just rioting over a game that we lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to say that it won't happen for other reasons, you know, but generally we're not we're not having major protests here. But honestly, I, I think an, an economic collapse would push it into like 
an oh shit situation. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so if economic collapse, what do you think would be the first thing to go though? Like, Debit cards, the money. Yeah. Uh, electronic transactions. Electronic transactions. When your debit cards don't work, that's when it's time to get the hell out. Yep. Honestly, because that, that just seems like hard currency will be next. I mean, paper is going to be pretty much useless. You yeah. have yeah. to have either gold, it, silver, it, it, or barter. Yeah, and uh, like I, I, I highly, if if it did come to that, part of my, I, I guess, idea of what could happen is to invest in shit that I can barter with. Hence why most of the liquor bottles I have in my house are not even open, and they're like mid-lower shelf type of stuff. Right. So if I needed to, I could barter with that stuff. And I can yeah. use it to clean wounds or whatever, multifunctional. Yeah. I do have other stuff I do plan. If shit did get bad, I could use to barter if I need to. Yeah. Um, on the topic of bartering real quick, though, well, what do y'all think about bartering ammo in a... Post-apocalyptic type scenario. Keep your ammo. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, that's. I, 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 <laughs> that, that's a, I think that's a, a unanimous consensus. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The thing is, in a in a post-apocalyptic situation, what is the diff? The literal difference between you being alive and not being alive is your fucking ammunition. Yeah. That one round you bartered could have been the one round that fucking stopped the fucking threat. Yeah. So. Or they you know, they used it in your ass. Yeah. Or they turn around, they're like, oh hey yeah thanks, pap. Yeah. So fuck that. Alright, so we're unanimous on that one. Oh yeah. Alright, Fabian, what do you think would be the most likely shit in the fan scenario? Um other than economic collapse. I think the most likely is government overreach. Um I mean at this point with the way that the government is the thing is if we continue in the direction that we're heading, Mm -hmm. uh more specifically with the extreme left and their need to control people because that's what it is it's a need to control people i think what will happen is the government will overreach they will we Mm -hmm. we will no longer be a democracy but instead um, a socialistic country which would eventually social socialism is just a cover for communism yeah Mm -hmm. so i think what would eventually happen is you know if we continue down this path um the government will try to overreach they will say hey you know this for many, your protection this, yeah for your protection we need to take your firearms because the only people who can protect you is us the government the police we are the only people who can protect you you do not need to protect yourselves because you are incapable of protecting yourselves mm-hmm. so um, i think at that point we go from government overreach to civil war and when you go from government overreach to civil war, your enemies start to see that there's internal strife. When you see there's internal strife, you see an opportunity to strike. To and invade, if there's yeah. an opportunity to strike, then you're, you're looking at an invasion from either Russia or China at yeah. that point. I, North Korea, I'm not worried about. I mean, if they invade, I'll get my Nerf gun. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, you throw a bag of chips in the yard and you got half a platoon already surrendering. Yeah, like, yeah. There is, yeah they, oh, what? There's food? Oh, <laughs> shit. Hey, look, guys, real tacos. These are not made of kids. <laughs> yeah, you can eat them. And then that's when they start hitting the emotional damage. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, realistically, I, I, that it, it's more so that with the government overreach leads to a series of events that cannot be rewinded Mm -hmm. we can't take it back so i think that's that's most likely to happen but i think his situation is more likely to happen yeah the the, the, economically speaking um you know after 
after all the currency and shit goes. The thing is, once the currency goes, then at that point, people's minds, they switch from being civil to I need to be in survival mode. Yeah. So at that point, people are going to start bummerishing stores. People are going to start trying to get the essentials that they need yeah. because most people don't. I yeah. think the average person only has a day or two worth of food that's actually able to be kept for yeah. long periods of time. Yeah, because, I mean, you lose electricity. Yeah, you lose electricity. People have so much shit that's freezer-dried. Where are we going to find organic McDonald's? Like, <laughs> God, <laughs> how am I going to live without the McDonald's fries and sweet teas? Yeah, and like, God, you, yeah. can, you cannot forget about them Starbucks cappuccinos. Oh, man, where's my where's my organic ma- macchiato, damn it? Uh, soy <laughs> milk, fat-free. But, you know, that that's how it goes. Yeah. After, yeah. after the whole hard currency, at that point, you're looking at failures of you know networking systems electronics Mm. like the whole power grid would probably be shut down at that point yeah because you're looking at people who people who run that shit they're like well i'm not getting paid why the hell am i here fuck this let's bounce see that's where it could also be into where the people could have electricity and they could not have electricity because now with these these whole electric electronic systems of payment plans and stuff the computer i don't know if it's got an auto shut off or it's got a manual hey these people are behind you need to shut off their their utilities you know what i mean so in that situation it could be we could have it we could not have it yeah you know what i mean so it's, um, it's just the uncertainty of yeah it. the uncertainty of it so that's why i'm a firm believer in keeping your own ways to cook whether it be propane charcoal wood burning you know mm-hmm. and have have a plan have a backup plan very backup plan yeah you know, it's like two is two is one one is none. That's the way I look at it. So yeah, yeah. I always keep multiple fire starters, multiple ways to cook, multiple ways to stay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, 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 yeah. so <clears throat> I'm sure Chris, you get this. I'm not sure so much about you, but I know I get this a lot. But I get asked the question, why do you need all that? Well, shit could fucking happen. Yeah. My my answer is always this: It's better to have it and not need it than to need it exactly. and have it. Exactly. Because the, the thing is, ugh, fuck. The whole idea of, well, why do you need that? Well, why do you need anything? Yeah. You, you you get things because either A, you need it in the immediate point in time that you're, that you're getting it, or B, you are trying to plan for the future. Why? Because the future is uncertain. Mm-hmm. So if your train of thought is, well, you don't need all that ammunition. You know, you don't need it right, right here in the right now. You're right. I don't need it in the right here right now. I need it for the future. Yeah. Because if some shit goes down... And I need to protect the people that I care about and to drop some fucking bodies. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? I have what I need yeah. to accomplish the mission at that point in time, yeah. which is the need in the here and the now. Mm-hmm. So and I think a lot of, like, so like when the whole people started going crazy with buying guns when COVID first oh, came out and shit. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, yeah, everybody, started, everybody started buying up everything. <laughs> and then, and then. Everybody else who wasn't buying up everything was, why do you need all that? Why do you need this much? Why do you need that much? I'm like, and, and you just answered that. I don't need it now. I might need it later. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, I want to say thanks, Biden. The checks helped out for <laughs> ammo. <laughs> <laughs> shit, Lord knows that's right. I bought some food with that shit. Yeah, Short yeah. food. Yep. Um, so... Well, then what about you? What is your more likely, your most likely boog situation? I guess number three. Number less, three. More likely to happen than economic and uh, full-on government overreach. So, so, yeah, without y'all's, I would have to probably say World War Three. Yeah, I can see that. World nuclear. War Three. Wait, 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 World, World War Three. Okay, hold on. 
World War III pertaining to nuclear weapons or World War III like style invasion like Germany invaded See, I, everywhere else because I, I don't think if it, if we ever did come to a World War III I don't think it'll come to how it was the last two times right conventional warfare I don't think it would ever the way Putin has spoke about it he said that it's actually like more likely that World War the nuclear war happened yeah if we allow Ukraine to join NATO because their combined forces would be uh, immensely greater than their forces and they would have no choice but to defend themselves yeah. by any means necessary. And yeah. when that comes from the president of Russia, you stop and take a listen because that's an actual president. That's not he's he's not no fucking softback like Biden. No, that's ex pets nasty dude. Like yeah, that. but I mean here's here's my here's my my I guess take on that. The thing is if Trump was still president, Putin no. wouldn't be pulling this he shit. Wouldn't help. No, he no. would not have been pulling this shit. No. The reason that Putin is pulling this shit is because when you look at our American president, when you look at President Biden, and yes, President Biden, if somehow this comes across your fucking desk, listen, you are a soft-made-ass fucking bitch, okay? You are not a very good president. You're not even a good president. You're not, not a good president. You're, you're a piece of shit. You have no fucking backbone. And when it when it comes down to it, you know, Trump wasn't a perfect president. Oh, I'll admit no, that. You no. know, he was anything but a perfect president. He, you know, fucking said shit that hurt people's feelings. But you know what? This shit happens every single fucking day. And you guys still Yeah, and but when it comes down to it, Trump had fucking backbone. He's like, mm -hmm. you, you want to fuck with the United States? I'm going to fuck you up. And that's, that's what you need. The yeah. thing is, the minute the United States starts to show weakness... The people, the rest of the world sees that. Oh yeah, we, we, it's not something that's kept in house. Yeah, we 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 are the America has always been for at least a good while now has been always in the forefront of everybody's fucking purview of what's going on in the world. Right. What if, what if, what if do we, we want to be up, like? Yeah. If we fuck up something. The rest of the world Everybody sees it. Sees it. It's not Everybody even that. It. The thing is, a lot of the world had the aspirations to be just like the United States because we had good economics. Mm -hmm. We had a strong military. Mm -hmm. We had a good government. But at this point, what the fuck is separating us from everybody else? We have exactly. a fucking president who has no backbone, who seems to be controlled by some weird-ass puppeteer because this man can't fucking complete a sentence. Nope. <laughs> Where the fuck? You know, he's like, what did it for me? Is you, pony face, dog face, man, what an asshole. What did it for me is when he was on that conference, you no, know, he was on that phone call, and he and they tell him, let's go, Brandon. He's like, yeah, let's go, Brandon. I'm like, oh Jesus, he said, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you know, this man has he's completely separated from reality. But you know, the thing is, again, like I said, this this wouldn't be happening if Trump was still president. Oh yeah, because Putin, Putin, and, and Trump had good. You know, they had good relations. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, look, I respect you, you respect me, but if you try to dip your nuts in my Cheerios, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yep. You know, and uh, that's that's what it was. Yeah. And the thing is, I think World War Three, if it were to be fought, would be with nuclear weapons. Yeah. It, it wouldn't even it, be a. The thing is, it's not even a fucking war. At that point, it's just the extinction of mankind. Because once one fires, they're all fine. No, yeah, yeah. At that point, the minute someone launches a singular nuclear weapon, everybody will. Launched their nukes, and I think it's been said that there is enough nuclear weapons on the planet Earth to level the surface two to three times over. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So it, it, it's it's if you survive, how long do you have to wait through the nuclear winter? Oh yeah. And is it twenty plus years? 
40 years, 50 years? At that, that, no, 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 no. Oh, that that, yeah, that much, saying. that much nuclear waste on the earth, you're talking millions of years. Yeah, Dude, yeah, just yeah, that yeah. one nuclear reactor that melted in Chernobyl, yeah, they said it's going to take something like 2 million years for that area to become habitable, un, yeah, habitable to yeah. Be, for things to be normal again. Yeah. You're talking about fucking... What thousands of nuclear weapons, mm-hmm. and you're talking Russia with you know Sarabamba sized fucking nuclear weapons. Yeah. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah, it's not. It's, it, if, it's if it came down to that, 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 that's the end. That's, that's what I'm saying. At that, at that end, we're not we're no longer we're no longer looking at an, a, a war. We're looking at the extinction of mankind. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's are are us you know is us showing power and not you know launching these nuclear weapons is it worth what the cost is you know yeah, or I mean, <clears throat> is it worth sacrificing all of humanity just to be like hey i pissed further than you in this contest yeah you know because that's all world war three is going to be yeah, it's going to be a just, pissing contest who can yeah. fuck up shit the worst but when it with comes everything down, going volatile between china and hong kong and you got russia and ukraine china and now Taiwan. you got belarus oh, yeah. you got uh, bosnia and that fucking side of the war getting ready to kick off again and you're like what the fuck bosnia and that who was it uh, that was uh, going at it was it bosnians and the chechnians that were going at it i think so and that's starting to pick up again and like Shit, you got the, the Chinese thing? and the Indians. Yep, the Chinese and the Indians still fighting yep. it out over the fucking over water. Yep. You have the fucking you have Afghanistan, which is now basically the cradle of terrorism. Don't even give you me know, on that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean that's a whole other thing. Shit, that's a whole other episode. Well, it's not that. even a episode. I mean, that's that's not that's even something about. Fuck, man, dude. That's not something. I mean, the thing is, unpopular opinions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Things. Very unpopular opinion. Right? I, I can't have a fucking full auto machine gun, but you're gonna give it to Akbar and his sandy little homies that the, can't the, even fucking. It's read. not even that. The whole fucking thing that pisses me off is that we left all that fucking gear. Yeah. What separated us between them and those fuckers? You know what the difference was? Night vision. Yeah. We can see in the fucking dark. They fucking can. It gave us the edge. Me. Guess what? Now they can see mm-hmm. in the fucking dark. You start using your IO and you want to fucking last, or you're trying to fucking hate. You see that motherfucker? The follow my eye lasso. Okay. See that one? I'm circling him. Guess what? They can fucking see that now. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they can see where you're coming from. Guess what? You no longer have that element of surprise. What pissed me off is when I seen them open the crates with the the quad night vision goggles. I was yeah. like, fuck you, all of you motherfuckers. Like, damn, dude, those are $40,000 sets. $44,000 sets oh, of night up. vision goggles. And they've gone up. They're like fifty, sixty thousand. What I was seeing them on TNVT, they were running for forty-four grand, but even that's still expensive. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's that's the new Nissan Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn. I'm like, man, dude. But yeah. So like, so so here's a question I have for y'all. Do y'all have do you, do y'all believe that there's a way we can get through all three of these scenarios without any of them really happening? Like like what 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 would like if you were the man in charge? What would be y'all's course of action of, all right, we need to correct this, we need to correct this, this is fine for now, we need to correct this, and how would y'all go about doing that? Uh, <clears throat> the economic shit 
that's above my head because I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not somebody who <laughs> I, I don't strategize when it yeah. comes to money. Not 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 at that capacity. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's you're, a whole other that's way. you're talking not just the American economy. You're talking about everything. Globally every economics. yeah, everything affects everything yeah. globally. So at that point, it's just a lot of very very precise micromanaging. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you get through that. And a president who is actually worth a fuck, who is not going to make, you know. Yeah. He's going to stand for something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bend over at the first sign of trouble. I'd say for government overreach, I mean, that's pretty simple. Just don't fucking overreach. Stop trying to impose your bullshit, you know. I mean, Canada's already crossing that line. No, they are hella crossing that line. They're arresting people. They're straight up just seizing people like it's not cool. Yeah. So, you know, that's pretty simple. Back the fuck off because, Mm -hmm. I mean... Government overreach leads to those other things. Yeah, and and, and, and like to, to that point of government overreach, and I think it's these figureheads in power that act like dictators. But where in the history books have dictators ever succeeded or ever had a proper, you know, a, a fucking a great fucking nation that didn't revolt against their asses and fucking revolutionized and took them down. That's my point. You know why the idea of socialism appeals to Americans so much? Because we've had this... We, 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 for the longest time, have been dealing with the same democratic system for the longest time, right? Mm-hmm. If you ask somebody in Cuba whether they would like to have democracy or whether they would like to have communism or socialism, you better bet your ass they're going to be like... No, we, we would like democracy. We would like yeah. to have a say. So it's 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 the way that you know these people like AOC and these extreme people on the left are wording things. Mm-hmm. But the thing is they're not aiming their message towards people like you and me. They're yeah. not aiming – what they're aiming for are people that they think are underrepresented and mm-hmm. they are aiming at people who are young yeah. and don't have any – no – any like I guess any, any knowledge of – what the American political system is and and mm-hmm. how it appeals to you. So without that knowledge, yeah, what it, are they it, doing? It's 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 a it's, so the thing it's a is lie. right. So the thing is, the only way you avoid a situation like that is you have to get people more active to mm-hmm. try to. You got to get people active. You got to give them the knowledge. You got to give yeah. them the ability to say, hey, you know what? I know you, you see shit from their point. But try to listen to what I say. But that's harder said than done because yeah. if you're an extreme leftist, oh, well, you're on the right or you have something different than me, you're a fucking racist. You're a fucking bigot. You're this. You're that. But it's no. It all the time. Like, yeah, you know, and the thing is, racist. like, as an adult, if you can't have those conversations, then what the fuck are you doing having a conversation in general? You yeah, shouldn't be talking well, with yeah, anybody. They, yeah, they're talking out their asses. Like, when you can't. Sit down and actually have a civil conversation without screaming your head. Yeah, out. without throwing a fucking tantrum mm-hmm. like a yeah. two-year-old. But we're the ones that can't be. We're the extreme, violent, right, everything. Right, like, yeah. they get racist. You're yeah. every yeah. bad name in the book, and, and you're you're just a horrible person, right? It's like yeah, but I've dated black girls and family members. Yeah, you're right. You're you're so right. I'm <laughs> I'm just such a racist Hispanic. Yeah. You know, down down with the Hispanics. So yeah. yes, Lord, you're right. You're right. No, no, bad me, bad yeah, me. You know, it's like how it's like I, I was tripping on. I was like, how the hell am I a racist? Like, hey, we all make racist jokes. If you say you did it, you're a fucking liar. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. The thing is, where there's a line between funny and then 
when people just take it to hate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think a lot of the issues, whether it's economic, whether it's World War Three, whether it's government overreach, a lot of it has to do with our current government structure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our, cover, our current government structure and the people we have in place in power are making a, little, a lot of bad decisions. They're making mm-hmm. decisions either based off of what one extreme side of the aisle thinks or mm-hmm. it's strictly monetarily you know motivated oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I highly, a lot highly, of it is money motivated man. I, I, you look I at agree. it it's it's to me it's the difference of working for a company where the ceo or the executives come down and will get down and dirty and nitty-gritty with you and get the work done mm-hmm. and will ask you about your day and how you're doing and we'll remember Oh, so how's your wife? You know, how far along is she? Or, you know, how's that wedding planning going? Or, you know, they will know who you are. Right. Versus the CEO that sends out an email that says, hey, y'all not making your quota. What the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to respect the guy who sends a fucking email. Yeah. Not even that. The guy guy who sends you an email that says happy birthday or the the mom and pop who's like, here, I can't afford a whole cake or I don't want to buy a whole cake, but here's a cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. And see, like, take the rest of the day off. It's paid. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, and and even then, like, I, 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 I try my best to shop locally as best I can. It's hard to do, but it is strivable. Like, Firearm stuff, I try to shop places that are locally. I don't try to go online too, too much. Yeah. If, if I cannot find it online, if I cannot find it in store from somebody or they can't order it for me, then yeah, I will go online. I mean, you don't have a then, choice at that point. Yeah, <laughs> then, then I'm out of options. Yeah. But uh, like for the gun, for the guns and everything like that, usually for the most part, I can find it here in town or if they don't have it, they're like, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll order it for you. Yeah. All right, cool. Great. Fuck yeah. No, yeah. I love... If it is it a couple of dollars more, yeah, usually it is. But I'd rather give my money to a place that I know where it's going to. Yeah, like yeah, that's why I bought my a lot of my stuff from local people. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. like yeah. armor or well, ballistic helmet. That was uh, that choice was made to buy local. This is from uh, hard-headed veterans, and they're just out there in Sweetwater. Yeah, I've actually heard about um, hard-headed veterans. Yeah, I got. Um, I bought me one last year, and it was before the prices went up. But they're pretty good, man. They're comfortable. I, I love it. It's not heavy. It's not super heavy, and I've used it to go hunting, hog hunting a few times, and I mean, it's not to where I can whip my head. Like, it's real fucking heavy, like old yeah. school. Oh, shit, hunting. dude. Yeah. Kevlar's in the Marine Corps. Heavy shit. Your head's just like... Oh, yeah. I was going to buy a uh, Kevlar helmet from the Marine Corps, but I put it on. I was like, mother of Yeah, God. your head bobbles, dude. It's like... Yeah. And That's then you put a fucking front-mounted fucking single night vision fucking monocle, and you're like... <laughs> yeah, you know, fucking just you leaning fucking, baby head just uh, until you get those uh, uh, updated straps from like Ops Corps, Win- Team Wendy. Oh shit, and, dude! You know, fucking brace. Yeah, well, you're talking at that point. You're talking like those fucking. Dude, they're cut back here. You can keep fucking good ear pro on. Yeah, like, that's how mine is. Yeah, I you got know what a, I'm saying. I got a newer style model. Yeah, and I paid like six. Shit, even, 45 more? yes even some of them have those fucking rail systems where you can yeah. attach a fucking light I got, I got IR strobe I got fucking. a light already attached to mine I got a Surefire X300 on my helmet yeah so that way I, if I gotta look somewhere I ain't pointing my freaking rifle down the wings and I got fucking 600 luminous to see what I got out there so yeah that's what I'm wanting right now so 
All right, so so before we get too 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 off topic, let, <laughs> let, 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 let's uh, let's uh, dive into. Actually, this. we were jumping in. We had already uh, done the bug out. We were actually jumping into gear preferences. And yeah. yeah, but I, I still want to yeah. jump into the whole shit that's probably not ever gonna fucking happen. Shit hitting the fan, uh, like zombies and aliens. Zombies. <laughs> Listen, it's not it's not that it's not likely to happen. You just don't believe. Yeah. And I watched on the Polar Express, and seeing is believing, <laughs> and I've seen zombies on Call of Duty, so it can happen. So, uh, fuck you. See, that's where we, we, I don't know, what's y'all's belief on that? Aliens, on zombies? On aliens. Aliens? I, I, mean, I think, okay, alright, it's, it's complicated, because the thing is, the universe is vast. Yeah. The thing is, the closest galaxy to us is 2.5 million, it's like 2.5 million years from like travel, like away. At the speed of light. Yeah, that's us. Like, if we traveled at the speed of light, it would take yeah. us 2.5 million years just to get to the fucking edge. So, my theory is this if intelligent life exists out there, it has either A, has no desire to expand, because the thing is, any mm. intelligent life just like us, is going to want to expand its empire. Mm -hmm. It's going to want to make contact in some way, shape, or form. So either the the civilizations or intelligent life that's out there hasn't progressed to either the same level. They're either progressed to the same level or they're less than us. Mm -hmm. Or, B, they're just kind of sitting and waiting. They're sitting and waiting to see how far humanity will fall before they just come in and take what we have. Yeah, and it's like it seems like a big experiment. Well, see, because... I always had my reservations and doubts about aliens and UFOs and all that shit till me and four of my buddies experienced something we couldn't explain. It was a pretty crazy lightning storm. Mm-hmm. And as we were sitting there in the backyard, we noticed a light come over. This ain't just a normal light. This, this thing is not moving like an airplane. It's not moving like a drone. Mind you, this was 2010, 2009. And drones were not what they are. Right. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this thing was bright. And mind you, it's like five, six o'clock on a cloudy day after a storm hit, and the storm was just lightning. No rain, no wind, pure lightning. This thing came over, huddled above the east side for less than five, ten minutes. Shot near the far the fair park and then on a dime, just straight up. No left, right, just Boom. And when it popped off, it sounded like a gunshot. Just took, pow. Yeah. The fuck was that? Nobody could explain it. Black friend didn't want to admit it, what he saw, because he's like, man, they're going to think I'm fucking crazy. I'm like, how can they think you're crazy when all four of us seen it and nobody was inebriated and nobody had taken nothing? Right. Everybody was stone cold sober. We're like, what the hell? And after that, I've had one more experience while driving on the road. I couldn't explain it. I was driving. I was like, what in the is that and again shot off in another direction with with the speed and agility that none of any aircraft I've seen can do right so that one it just it makes you wonder the what if out there because you know there's stuff out there and now it puts a general idea of like okay what else is out there you know what I mean I think is I think it just may be an observation like what they're doing it just seems like an observation doesn't seem like it's a takeover well what I again I think what they're waiting for is if if it is going to be an invasion I think they're waiting to they're waiting for us to hit our low for us to be fighting to a point where 
we don't get everybody there. Yeah, nobody yeah. gives a fuck about it, it, general human life. And yeah. so, like, like, and, and I agree with that. They're waiting for the opportune moment. When and is it, when it, is it, your it, enemy it, weakest? Huh? When it when is your enemy weakest? When it's fighting amongst when, itself. Right, when it's fighting amongst itself. So if we're at, if we as humans decide to hit another world war and we're just at this point where we're fucking mm-hmm. killing everybody in human life is disregarded regardless of whether it's a man, woman, child, age, sex, doesn't matter. If it's human, you kill it. Then at that point, you know, if aliens are real, maybe they see that as an opportunity to mm-hmm. either come A, in. Yeah. come and invade and say stop because you're making the same fucking mistake that we were going to make, or B, they're going to say, all right, well, you guys are killing each other. We'll just kill off whoever the fuck is left. Yeah. And they'll take the re- – well, what probably what little resources are left on this planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know, man. It, that that unknown, it always – it sits there in the back of your mind, especially when going out into the wilderness by yourself or with a buddy. It's always that, okay, well, I've seen this. What's in there? What's behind there? I mean, what's the possibilities of something else being... We don't even here? know. I mean, your possibilities lie in... We, we don't even know what the fuck is here in, in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, how much of the ocean is unexplored? My question is, why'd they stop searching the ocean and go space? What what did they find? Well, a lot of it, honestly, with the ocean has to do with pressure. Yeah. We have yet, we've had... Pressure. We've had... We've, we've yet to build a... A ship that can withstand the pressure, you know, going downward. Mm -hmm. As far as space, we haven't had the technology to fucking really go beyond, like, that far. You know what I'm saying? We we went to Mars and that's it? it Well, I looked this up last night. It takes us nine and a half years with our current technology to get from here to Uranus. And, you know, as much as... As much as I want to count Pluto, they've discounted Pluto. I, Pluto, you will always be a planet in my heart. Yeah. You are a planet. <laughs> but with the way that it is now, Uranus is the furthest planet away, and it takes us nine and a half years to get there. That's what she said. And that's to the edge of our solar system. That's yeah. not to our galaxy. Yeah. Now, our galaxy, which is the Milky Way, is at – yeah, we're at the edge of our galaxy. Our solar system is at the edge of the yeah. galaxy. So it's for, for us to be at the edge to go to another galaxy being 2.5 million years away, you know? Yeah. At, at a speed that we can't even get comprehend. close to. No, it's not, even, it's not even that we can't get close to. It's not, it's not something the human mind, I think, is yeah. physically or yeah, really able to comprehend. <clears throat> you, you see a light turn on the tree. <clears throat> I don't think your mind has a true comprehension of how fucking fast light actually travels. Yeah. You can get told, you can do all the, the calculations, but okay, if I told you, I'm like, dude, this is what it feels like to travel at 200 miles an hour. You will be like, oh yeah, well, her, I heard that this is what it's like. Same thing mm-hmm. with traveling with light, right? Unless you've traveled at 200 miles an hour and the same vehicle, same exact conditions, you're not going to truly be able to comprehend mm-hmm. what it is that I told you. you. You have an idea, but you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the speed of light. Yeah. We have no comprehension of how fast that actually fucking is. That would probably rip us apart. Yeah. There would be no way unless yeah. we somehow made technology like that. But we're fucking <laughs> – we're probably thousands and thousands of years yeah. away from that. Yeah. Even with as quickly as technology is advancing. It's evolving, yeah. It's, it's still – what yet. holds us back is is human strife instead yeah. of instead of humans coming together to, you know, I guess betterment for mankind. Mm-hmm. It's more so who can obtain the most power. And then if even if aliens did make their presence known, 
Fuck. Man, people would, the, people. Honest, the general population would freak, and honestly, there would probably be attacks on them. They would, I mean, you you couldn't be able to stop them. They'd be the new, they'd be the new black people. It's not even that. Do you understand how fragile the mind, the human mind is? I yeah, think, they, I, they think I think, I think, I think, I think outside of what you're saying, there being hate towards aliens. Yeah. Do you understand how many people's minds would crack? Because the thought, because the, the the general consensus for most people, because a good majority of people are Christian, is that God created all things here on earth, right? God created the earth. God it created the right things. It would <clears throat> shatter that illusion. People would say, holy fuck. So there are other life forms out there, mm-hmm. and these life forms don't believe in God. They actually know how they were made. So what the fuck have I been doing this yeah. whole time? This whole this whole what thing, I right? I to... I've devoted my life to the church. Mm-hmm. Was it all a fucking lie? And then they start to question things. And as people start to question things, then their basis <clears throat> for their morality will go out the door. Yeah. And at that point. It's it's anything, just fucking anything it's fuck. Yeah, everything. I mean, everything will be unraveled. Religions from coast to coast, all over the world, will be people. Yeah, it just it people break down. Re- religion, society, religion, society break down. Yeah, religion would basically cease to exist. Yeah, but as far as zombies, I mean, zombies is a definite possibility. Hell yeah! Like, if you look at He's, like what Flocka and Basalt have done to people, I mean shit. that's damn near zombie esque. Yeah. Right there. dude. I remember, um, I remember where I was at when the basalt shit happened. That Florida guy, yeah, that fucking went crazy. I remember I was in the Marine Corps and I was like, "Is this it? Is, <laughs> it, 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 is this where I, 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 I get to take my saw and do things?" <laughs> yes, and they're like, "No, he was on basalt." I was like, "Fuck!" And then I heard another news story, dude. Killed his roommate, was sitting there in the room with him for like two or three days and was eating just pieces of his brain. Yeah. He's like, oh, zombies? Same, same week. I'm like, oh, zombies? Zombies? No, he's just a serial killer. Fuck! <laughs> so we've come close, but we're, we haven't pushed over the edge and I'm waiting. Yeah. Come on, people. Get the zombies out already. <laughs> Mess up the new booster shot. Fuck that, dude. It... Come out with the fake cure for cancer just like, um, what was it? I Fuck am it. legend. I am legend. Make some fucking zombies so I can be happy, okay? I think we'd all be happy. It <laughs> take a lot to make us happy. No, we really bit. wouldn't, man. It's like a bag of beef jerky and a bag full of magazines. Let's rock and roll. Let's go. Let's fucking rock it. Let's go. Man, dude. But yeah, those two scenarios, man. I don't know, man. It's I think zombies just... are more likely than aliens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think aliens are just going to watch us fuck each other off, and then they're going to be like, hey, let's go take this. We're, 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 hey, we're look, taking we're, over. We're, Look, there's some loot. Let's go get it. Greg, let's go. Come on. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, we really appreciate y'all listening in and supporting us. Uh, if y'all want to go check out the social media, uh, Instagram is blue period. We still got number six. Oh, shit. Do you want to jump into number six? Um, We're getting a little low on time there, buddy. Yeah, we are. Well, we'll wait for it next week. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll wait for it. We can do another uh, weekend special. Um... So back to what I was saying. So the social media, if y'all want to hit us up on Instagram, it is uh at blue period call of shock. That's our Instagram. Uh, Twitter, I just got that put up last night. That is at blue call of shock, all one word. Um, for our Facebook, it is the exact same thing. Uh, blue call of shock. Uh, Facebook page. Go follow us on all those. We really appreciate y'all. Uh, we're getting very close. 
to hopefully getting some uh, some monetization and making this all worthwhile. I'm really hoping this is actually taking off a lot faster than I thought it would have. Yeah, definitely same here. Uh, like, you know, if, you know, we haven't said so before, we definitely appreciate all of the support. We appreciate everybody who definitely listens. And, you know, if you're, you know, subscribed or followed or, you know, however it is that you're listening to this, we definitely say we, you know, we appreciate it. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And thank you, Chris, for coming along and having Yeah, it was, fun. dude, it was, it was a blast. It was a blast having you here, man. Definitely, thank you, thank definitely you. have to have you back next week, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm down. Yeah, so with all that being said, guys, y'all have a good time. Be careful, be safe, and uh, hopefully, I'll hear from us again soon. Bye. Peace.